There are a lot of you who are probably new to this movement. You want to know how the mainstream media works. You hear about media collusion and you kind of realize we're right. Because as you flip around, you hear the same seven stories 97 times on the various media outlets. All of them are anti-Trump, anti-Christian, anti-American, anti-Constitution, in terms of there being anti-free speech, anti-Second Amendment, anti-due process. Do I need to go on? This is what you hear 24-7 constantly. Well, how does the mainstream media work? Let's just choose one of them and talk about how it works because it is a model for how the others work. And I'm talking about clear channel communication, which had at one time about 1,500 radio stations across the country. And when we come back, we're going to tell you how clear channel works and why it's a model for the mainstream media. My name, again, is Dave Hodges. I am represented here by thefederalmillionaire.com. I invite you to watch a free video that shows how a man learned how to collect federal rent check money to the tune of $1,795 per month from an $11.1 billion fund. That video is free, and it can be viewed at thefederalmillionaire.com. That's thefederalmillionaire.com, and the link is in the description box following this particular broadcast. Well, when we look at how Clear Channel works, they demand full collusion with the liberal message, and they don't care how much money they lose in the process. Let me give you an example. We're going to talk about KFYI Radio in Denver. Excuse me, Denver, I mean Phoenix. And KFYI was a secondary radio station. It was second to KTAR, which is the number one news broadcasting station in the state of Arizona. KFY was somewhere down lower top 10. But they had a gifted talk show host, a man named Charles Goyette. This guy was good. He was really good. And he should have had the status and popularity and following of an Alex Jones. And this guy was calm. He was composed. And he was fact-driven. On his drive home show, he was so good that he became the number one talk show in Arizona. It drove the other liberals crazy. And in Clear Channel, I believe they had 11 stations in the Phoenix market at the time. They went ballistic. This guy is challenging the official narrative. When Charles said, George W. Bush, tell us please, how? How did you assume... There were weapons of mass destruction in Iraq, which justified your attacking them, which culminated in the death of Saddam Hussein. Why? How do we know this isn't just a move to preserve the petrodollar because Saddam was selling gold for the Euros, France and Germany? How do we know that? Well, he was right on the money. History shows that Charles was right. They never found any weapons of mass destruction. Oh, yes, they had sarin gas and other things. But see, that happened when there was a war between Iraq and Iran, and the United States sided with Iraq, and Hillary Clinton was on the board of, well, she was the chairman of the board of control for this company that sold the chemical weapons to Iran, excuse me, Iraq, that they used to gas the Iranians and later used to gas the Kurds. 
And see, that was used as the excuse, we have to invade them. Why? Because they have oil. Now, what happened to the oil of the day? Well, this is interesting. 80% of it being was owned by BP and uh, by Exxon. Mm-hmm. Talk about wars for profit and taking care of your special interests, George W. Bush. Well, Charles proclaimed this over and over. He was called in and said, hey, corporate wants you to stop. He said, screw you. Screw you. We aren't stopping. And Charles was eventually demoted. He was put on late night. Hopefully no one would listen. He was still popular. But they had to write out his contract because they couldn't afford to eat it. But he was minimized with his voice. And then when he was cut loose, he had to get a job on a secondary radio station in Cave Creek, Arizona. And had a good following in the morning. I listened to it every morning when I was driving in to teach. Loved it. Loved his show. My good friend Ernie Hancock of Freedoms Phoenix was his producer for the show. But Ernie was not the only casualty. Now, hang on here, because we're going to get around to how this all works together. The Dixie Chicks, do you remember them? Oh, they were so cute, and they were so talented. I just loved them. You could watch them forever. They were so entertaining. Well, they challenged the official narrative about the Iraq War, too. And there was a verb that was made up for them. They got Dixie Chicked. You spoke against the war, you're out of here. Can't do concerts. The only place they could really play was on PBS and private concerts. And so it went. Now, what happened to KFY when this great, great broadcaster, Charles Goyette, left? The ratings predictably plummeted. Clear Channel bleeds money because of their liberalism, because it turns people off, because people can't stand it. They lose money left and right. But not to worry, because waiting in the wings is someone named George Soros. And we're going to talk about his contribution to this and how he plays a role. As I tell you again, this is Dave Hodges. I'm the host of this show. And our sponsor for this next segment is the Noble Gold IRA. And you're absolutely going to love this because it will convert your soon-to-be worthless cash into precious metals. You'll survive any crisis and it'll protect your pension. Give them a call at 877-646-5347. The link for this will be in the description box following this particular broadcast. Well, when we talk about George Soros, what did George Soros do? He threw hundreds of millions of dollars into failing clear channel communication stations because people said screw you we're out of here and then the digital revolution came in and people weren't listening to radio as much because they could download what they wanted to listen to and listen to it on their ipod they said i don't want anything to do with this crap clear channel still supporting the narrative i had a run-in with george nori i bear george absolutely no ill will whatsoever I don't listen to Coast anymore. I haven't since the days of Art Bell. But I had a good friend. Let's see if you can guess who he is. He was the number two featured guy on Coast to Coast. And he had a voice deeper than God. Have you figured out who it is? Well, I'll tell you later. And his weekend show had higher ratings than George Norrie. That was a problem for George. And listen, I understand I might have been concerned myself. I don't want the guy to come sit in my captain's seat. And 
this man liked to speak the truth. And the people at Clear Channel, oh, oh, can't do that. Come on, you never heard of Charles Goyette? Can't do that. So what they did is they kicked him off and they fired him. Well, we're going to talk about what happened next. Well, have you figured out who I'm talking about yet? I'm talking about my good friend, John B. Wells. He one time said I was the man who built Caravan to Midnight. Let me explain what he meant by that. I had become friends because uh, with John because we had appeared on a couple of radio shows together and we hit it off. We talked during the breaks and we exchanged numbers and we started to have private conversations, realized we had quite a bit in common. I really, really like John as a person. He's not just a great broadcaster, and I do mean great. John is a tremendous person, takes no crap, sees the world the way it is, and he's loyal. So I was incensed when he was fired, absolutely incensed. And so I took to my website and I wrote an article that still has a record for the most comments ever. I believe it totaled about 400. And I wrote about why John was fired. And I brought Clear Channel in. I brought the problems in with George Norrie and how he was basically, John was basically told shut up or else. And it was the or else that ended up happening. And I told people, you want to follow John? Go to Caravan at Midnight. And people started ditching their subscriptions to coast to coast monthly i think it was about six dollars a month at the time if i remember correctly and they were joining caravan to midnight which was a dollar less and john grew exponentially and this is why he said you're dave you're the guy that built caravan to midnight well i have nothing to do with maintaining that's just john's great skill and his uh, tremendous staff that he has but john b wells uh was a casualty like charles goyette of clear channel and the ratings have never been the same on the weekend. And they got some good people there. I mean, I like one of the hosts they have on Sunday night. But it's never quite got back to the level where it was, where it's popular. Well, I didn't write one article. I wrote two. And Art Bell endorsed the article on his website. He said, man, that's good stuff. And Dave's exactly right. And I talked about, you know, what happened to Art Bell and how he was forced off the air because he was politically incorrect, too. See, he sold out to corporate interests and he ended up paying the price. And I'm speaking about art. Well, out of the blue, somehow George Norrie got yours truly cell phone number. And he calls me, leaves me a message. I don't call him back because I'm thinking, I don't want to get into a pissing match with him. I'll go do your job, George. I don't hate you. I just don't like what happened to my friend. Well, he persisted. So finally he caught me live and we had about a 40 minute conversation on the air. And he said, Dave, you're probably wondering why you got kept off coast to coast. I said, George, I know why I got kept off coast to coast. Because I tell the damn truth. Same reason that John B. Wells got fired. And he goes, no, no, it's nothing like that. He goes, I'd love to have you on my show. And I said, after all these years, and you've had a lot of my friends on, and you haven't reached out to me, I don't think you want me on the air, and that's okay. I don't live to come on coast to coast. And he went on and said, Dave, I really insist I want you on my show, but can we kind of have a peace here for a while and let things calm down and then I'll have you on? And I said, you know, look, I've said what I had to say, George, I'm not after any big time fights. Okay. So you go do your thing. I'm going to go do my thing. Best of luck to you. Well, as fate would turn out, he goes to Scottsdale a few weeks later and he approaches a woman who at that time was my news director, Annie DeRiso. She was my news director, good, close friend, confidant for six years. 
And he said, you're Annie, aren't you, from the Common Sense Show? Now, let me explain how much research he would have had to have done. Annie's picture is not prominently displayed. She didn't want it out there prominently. But on page two, I have reference to Annie and her late husband, Bill Pollock, who is my good friend for decades. And uh, had a basically a memento piece to mostly Bill, but also to Annie. So they had to go that far to do the research and connect the dots. And George says, I really want Dave to come on my show. You let him know we're looking forward to having him on. And Annie, being Annie, as she is, she's irreverent, takes no crap. She looked at him and says, George, you have to understand, Dave's going to say what he's going to say. He doesn't compromise for anybody. Thank you, Annie, for saying that, by the way. Yeah, and I've said thank you many times. And again, thank you. I never heard from George Norrie. What keeps Coast to Coast afloat? Because they have diminished in their in their prominence, in their reach. Well, it's the deep pockets of people like George Soros. It's Clear Channel. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. What used to be the best investigative show I ever heard, ever, and I mean ever, anywhere, anytime, anybody, and that was Art Bell. Loved Art Bell. They had this thing that they used to sell called the Versicorder. Do you remember this? And the Versicorder was absolutely fantastic you would have a cassette tape in it and you'd set a time. It was like a VCR for radio and it stood up like a little mini tower fan and you'd set it and because I couldn't stay up one, two, three, four o'clock in the morning and listen, I had a job to do. So I would take that cassette and this kind of tells you how far back this goes and I'd play the cassettes of the show in my car in the cassette player that came with the car. I'm dating myself here. Loved Art Bell. And his tremendous guest, Vance Davis. First time I ever heard Coast to Coast was Vance Davis, who's now a very, very good friend of mine. And you've heard him interviewed a lot here on the Common Sense Show. Uh, Bill Pollock was on a number of times. A um, lot of my good friends, Steve Quayle, Doug Hagman, having guests on Coast to Coast with Art Bell. What a great show that was. Tremendous. And I miss Art to this day. I miss not having him on the air because every time I turned around, I learned something new that I did not know. Well, Clear Channel killed him. I think Clear Channel cut his legs out from underneath, and I think the stress ultimately shortened his life. I loved Art Bell. Um, and I don't hate George Norrie. I wish George all the luck, but I do know that, uh, let's just say this, not everything is as it seems to be. You listen to Caravan to Midnight and John B. Wells, you're getting unadulterated truth. You listen to Coast, you're hearing what Clear Channel wants you to hear. Ladies and gentlemen, that's how Clear Channel is controlled. This is how the mainstream media is controlled. And I've told you some sad stories on what happens to people who aren't controlled. And by the way, what happened to Dave Hodges after my inability, or should I say unwillingness, to go on Coast to Coast after George offered the olive branch? And George, thank you for doing that, by the way. I mean, it, would take, it does take a man to call and do that, and I respect that. But I can't compromise my values. When I saw my friend John B. Wells treated like he was, and I know now how Art Bell was treated, I can't compromise my values, never go on that show. I never will. I don't care who's hosting. I will never be a part of a clear channel operation. So ladies and gentlemen, this is how the mainstream media is controlled. This is how clear channel is controlled. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why you need the alternative media. And this is why I'm so frustrated with our president, because he's not taking the steps that he needs to take to ensure that there is a voice to speak for him in the 2020 election.
you need to remind him of his duty. That's it for the Common Sense Show. Thank you so much again for joining us. I hope you enjoyed this walk down memory lane and a little bit of education on how the mainstream media is controlled. And I also hope that you will consider Noble Gold because I care about you. I care about your future. If the dollar goes kaput, I don't want you standing out on the street with your hand out. I'm hoping you'll come out the other side solid. And you can do that by calling 877-646-5347. We'll see you back here next time. God bless all of you.